Welcome to Danger Dames. Join a daring trio in delving into the surreal and sublime, seeking their heart's desire. All right, so are we? We're doing this now. This is the thing. Let's Bunny. do it. Let's go. Yeah. So, Heart is a game of I don't know, uh, like story f- first black comedy dungeon crawling. I think is a good a, a good way to think about it. You know, if you take I don't know, I don't know what a good dark fantasy comedy is, but uh, it's Annihilation mixed with something with swords and laughter. That's <laughs> that's. <laughs> so it's like Monty Python um, kind of. Yeah, it's less less slapstick, but kind of yeah. made a joke about Army of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what a is good. it? Dischanted? Dis- disenchantment? Yeah. Yeah, but with more body horror. Maybe that, that's the annihilation like cooties, part, right? I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, annihilation meets disenchantment. Except your dad's made out of teeth. That's the... <laughs> Always going to be goddamn teeth. <laughs> you didn't write that down as a hard line, did you? I tried to, but it was too late. <laughs> no, it's okay. I won't I won't make you think about teeth. Too much. <laughs> Astro. Teeth? Should we talk about teeth? Yeah. Maybe teeth? Um, it's so, fine. Uh, do we want to, let's, we should probably just do a quick run through of how the mechanics of the game work. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to use your character sheet as an example, Maddie. So, uh, you've got on your sheet, a whole bunch of stuff, basically the name class, those things aren't super important for mechanics. Those are just the fiction. The main things that actually matter for you are the skills you have and the domains you have, um, and your equipment. So when something happens, as with any game, if it's a thing, if you want to tie your boots, you just do that. That's not a risk. But if you're going to try to do something that is particularly challenging or has you know interesting consequences, you'll make a dice roll. So every dice roll starts with a single d10. So you just grab one d10. You'll add a d10 if you have the skill that's related to that. And you'll add another d10 for uh, a domain if you have the domain related to the roll. And then if you, you have um, knacks, if you have a knack in either of those, you'll add a D10 for that. But you can only add one knack. So if you had a knack in the skill and a knack in the domain, you'd just get one extra D10. And I didn't really talk about this, but skills are basically things that you learned how to be good at. And domains are like bodies of knowledge you have. So, you know, if you uh, I think, Maddie, you have the cursed domain. So you are at home in cursed environments. You know things about cursed environments and people from cursed environments, that kind of stuff. Then I will I'll I'll tell you guys what the potential stress you'll take from a roll is before we roll, and then you'll roll your dice pool. Oh, I'll also tell you the difficulty. So that's a big part of the game is difficulty. This will be kind of familiar. It's Blades in the Dark esque. So there are three difficulties: like normal, everyday stuff, uh, risky, and then dangerous. So what happens is you roll your dice pool. If it's a risky roll, you're going to take the top die out. Uh, if it's a dangerous roll, you're going to take the top two dice out. Uh, and then based off of what your highest die after that is, that's your result. So 10 is a critical success. So you get dramatic effect. Uh, your stress dice will go up that you're inflicting on someone if you're attacking. Uh, success, you'll succeed and take no stress. Um, six to seven, or eight to nine is a success, uh, no stress. Six to seven is succeed, but take stress. A two to five is fail and take stress. And a one is fail and take double stress. So this game is a lot about taking stress. When you take stress, It'll be to one of your stress tracks. So blood, mind, echo, fortune, or supplies. So blood is your like physical durability. Mind is your mental durability. Echo is sort of the effect of the heart on you. Um, fortune is just good luck. And supplies is resources. So then when you take stress... How does protections fit into that? Yeah, it's simple armor. So if you were going to take... You want to climb a wall made out of faces... 
And uh, I'm like, all right, Maddie, if you fail, you're going to take D4 echo stress and you try to climb the wall and you fail the, or, you know, you get a six to seven or whatever. So you succeed at a cost. You would just roll at the end of D4 and you'd subtract two from whatever the result is. Ooh, okay. So in the- theory, it could be nothing. And because you're the uh, cleaver, the lower you go, the higher it is. So by the time you're at like tier three, low levels, like a D4 stress means nothing to you. So then I'll to- we'll total all your stress and I'll roll a D12. If you're, if the D12 is greater than the amount of stress you have, nothing happens. If it's equal to or less than six and your stress is equal to or less than six, you take a minor fallout. And if it's equal to or greater than, or equal to or less than seven, Thank you take you. a major fallout. <laughs> um, you don't die. Like similar to Apocalypse World, like your character won't just outright die, but you can become, fallout has mechanical effects right so you can't just be kind of like overwhelmed and burdened but the only way for your character to exit play is for you to decide to do so so there are a bunch of zenith abilities all of those are going to say hey your character most of almost every single one of them says your character is dead now or becomes becomes a monster or whatever yeah and then um you can take such like severe critical fallout so you can combine fallouts to manage them more so you can take you know two major fallouts turn them into a critical fallout and most of those will usually end with your character not being in play anymore but that's always optional. You'd be like, I'm going to deal with all of these. I'm just going to be a burden to my crew. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That sounds sure. right. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, the other big thing. So when you want to do something, you will roll. Uh, typically, you're going to use equipment. What if you don't have anything? You should have equipment. You have no equipment written down. Yeah. You should go to your, uh, not your calling, but your uh, class. Yep. Should have listed equipment there. So you are the uh, That'd be under like resources. deep apiarist. Yep. Yeah. So if you okay. look under core traits, you've got domain resources and then you have equipment. Okay. So you should get a hive tool and yeah. one of those other things. I think I may have written that down on this. The hive tool and I got a smoker. So that should go under equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there's equipment. So you have delve equipment, kill equipment, mend equipment, and then miscellaneous is just stuff that does it. Mostly it's delve, kill, and mend. So delve equipment just means it's stuff that you use for getting around the heart. Uh, grappling hooks, anything like that will be delve equipment. Kill equipment means that you use it for fighting things. Um, and then uh, mend equipment is used for repairing. So either repairing armor or healing yourself or whatever. You're looking for the equipment page. I'm looking for Incarn. Can oh, okay. you, so the resource, what the like metal teeth, the. So those are fan, resources. Those are all resources. That's what you use to trade for stuff. So when you go to uh, oh. Havens, which are a type of landmark, you can go to Havens and you can exchange those resources to get healed or to try to get equipment, new equipment, stuff like that. Okay. And so that's how you get new equipment. Mm-hmm. That's basically current. If you imagine it like a barter system, but yeah. it's more abstract than that. But those, that's like the stuff that you spend to get stuff and okay. to heal yourself. Okay, okay. I just thought I was going to have this stuff forever, you know? Well, I mean, you could. You don't use it for anything. You just carry it around, I guess. There's no encumbrance. Uh, Yeah, and then all of your equipment should have a die beside it and should say what kind of thing it does. So if you use your, like, what's your weapon, Maddie? No, oh, I have um, hunting knife, cleaver, and claws. Yeah, it's so all kill. what's your hunting knife die? Um, D6. Okay, so if you attack a cultist with your hunting knife, you'll, assuming you succeed, you roll a D6, and that's how much stress you inflict to them. Some of this has tags, too. Yep, and the tags yeah. do stuff as well. We Mine can, says debilitating and smoke. I would mark on your, just keep track of, so page 92 has all the types of equipment, and then the tags are actually all listed on page 97. I think that's mostly it. That's basically the flow of the game. Uh, smoke and mud, let's do it. 
I'm assuming this won't make very good listening, but if we need to talk about tone or any of that stuff, I and mean, we had a long conversation with that about that last time, mm-hmm. but it's been forever. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think we already hit the gist of it, though, where it's like dark and scary, but hilarious. Yeah, it's it's super high fantasy, mm-hmm. uh, but with like weird body horror and gross stuff. Your characters almost certainly won't. They may make it out alive. They almost certainly won't leave unchanged or happy. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sweet goodness. Okay, let's see. Well, but we not, can all revel in uh, the fun of their what is experience. It called your like high, your like last form, essentially. Zenith. Your Zenith. They're all shit. Oh, that's another important not thing. Mine. Too. Mine's pretty that's good. Pretty cool. You guys might remember this already, but mine beats. That's shit. the other important thing. So yeah. at the beginning of each session, you guys give me beats. Yes. Um, or not the beginning. You guys give them to me last time. But right. you guys give me beats. And then it's sort of my job to not necessarily work them into the story, but to leave openings for them to happen so that you guys can get them. Expect to get about one beat per session. That seems like the regular Like pace. the minor stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which that's not a guarantee. You might not get one one session and get to a different session, but expect to get about one beat per session. Jacob, it may be helpful if you've got it written down for us to go over the beats again, Mm because I don't recall what I chose. Yeah. So I have Anais. I have Charm Someone with Tales of Your Exploits. And those are beats. There's a spot for that on your sheet, too. And Make a Dramatic Entrance. Uh, You didn't write yours down? No, I did not. Malara, I have Consumed Something of the Heart and Accidentally Let the... (laughs) Hard into a haven. I have damage and sabotage a haven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, red. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I've engaged in reckless abandon. Make a dramatic entrance. Dramatic entrance. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in a mood. <laughs> <laughs> fancy, dancy. Wait, are those things you can put on it? Look. Yeah. So They're stickers. The cool thing about the map, this is very important for our audio medium, (laughs) is that it's like a legacy element to the game. So you start with, no, they're not removable. The idea is you start with a map and then every campaign I play of heart, I'll just build off of that map. Because the heart changes. Yeah. So they literally say, you know, if you change a place, you just take a sticker and put it over the sticker that was there. So Cool. That is fancy dancing. It is fancy dancing. And we decided last time that Malara is the only like child Right, heart, right, right. You guys came from the spire. Yep. Yep. Both high. Yeah. Drow and two isles. Yeah. I mean, we can go ahead and do a brief introduction. I wrote, who we are, I what wrote we are. Thorn of the Red Rose. That's me. So you're known of? Like, that's my, no. no, that's my name. But I go by Maybe Red. you have a poetic name. Elfair have like full big names. We even asked you what yours was and you were like, nothing. <laughs> just, just A. <laughs> that's yeah, all they, I wrote down. They have. All the the Alfier all have like weird, long, stupid names because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. their deal is being weird, long, and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll be yeah. good. Do we need to like? Uh, well, fuck it. We'll we'll get into it. So let's do character <laughs> let's introductions and let's it. dive let's into just it. Just do it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, who wants to go first? All right. Well, Malara is the Drow Cleaver, and her calling is the Heart Song. She is, she's pretty happy go lucky actually. And she's been working as a guide. That's how you guys all met her. She's led different expeditions for you. Um, and so that's that's our connection. Um, and she's kind of down for anything. Right. And she often talks to herself. <laughs> mm. All right. <laughs> Lydia. Okay, wait. I'm trying to come up with my fancy name. You go next. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Thorn of the Red Rose. I go by Red. I'm an Incarnadine, follower of Incarn. I'm just here for adventure and uh, fell in with Malara here and she's real fun. So, mm. oh, Miss Red. See, I found my way here by um, 
fucking around too much. <laughs> fucking around too fucking much. Fucking around. I think we prefer to call it high adventure. Wasn't right? your high inspiration disenchantment? Yeah, so um, Chrissy's uh, inspiration uh, for no. Red is totally Princess Terabine. Just kind of a garbage person who came from a very wealthy, high elf because she is an elf family um and she wants nothing to do with it she okay, just wants are to you fuck, gonna say alfair or alfair because Alfier. i don't want either of us to sound like we're wrong <laughs> and i just need to know which one you're going for that's the most important thing is that <laughs> nobody sounds like grant don't add us okay <laughs> <laughs> like, I, if you're gonna go for alfair that's fine i need to go for it too <laughs> it will probably change throughout the day i'm not gonna lie <laughs> as i try to do this accent it's fine um but yeah uh, all right, so go ahead. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, and you don't have to give a long name. You can just go by your... Stop, I just did research. Okay. Stop fucking with me right now. I just did some thoughts. Uh, and I use Nin of the Venus. You know what this is from? No. She's an erotic writer. Okay. Yeah, She's yeah, a yeah. feminist writer, but... <laughs> well, that was her erotica novel, Delta of the Venus. Excellent. Okay. So, be prepared. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck around and find out. Let's find out. I don't out. want to. All right. <laughs> All right. What are we doing? Uh, yeah. So we uh, had established off screen. I don't know if this is in that uh, session zero episode or not, but that uh, Maddie's character, Malara, that uh, her home, that her people had settled in the tower, right? Mm hmm. And so the uh, the three of you find yourself in the tower. So the tower is a tier one location. Um, so at tier, the rough overview is at tier zero, it's basically the normal world. It's the underworld of the spire. It's not like a great place to be, but compared to where you are, it's pretty awesome. Uh, as you go down, the higher tier means that you're getting closer and closer to the heart, whatever that means. Uh, so tier one is like, kind of weird stuff but mostly you're walking around in rocks like you're in caves underground tier two is where shit starts getting weird uh, and then tier three is where you have like pocket dimensions and all sorts of crazy stuff and then tier four is just uh, like a listless meat nightmare so you know meat nightmare yeah uh just wet and red that's the <laughs> God. you know that's kind of what we're going for here that's the that's the world so yeah the well why don't you uh malara well i'm off screen, Maddie, I'm going to pitch to you. You feel <laughs> you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. we're fine. What does the tower look like? Uh, keep the touchstones, I would say, is that, well, it doesn't matter. You guys don't need to know all the background. It doesn't matter. What does the tower look like? So uh, to Malara, the tower is very like rigid and um, formal. There's lots of hierarchy there. I think the lower levels are all your like workaday kind of folks, you know, like you're construction and dock and you know like all your poor people and then it just descends from there um and it's but everybody wears like um costumes that are color coordinated and everybody knows which sections they're supposed to be in and it's very um very controlled um the background from alara why she's not like that is that her egg was um um lost on a pilgrimage to the triple moon and so she hatched away from the tower are you like happy feet <laughs> i guess i guess yeah i rolled right. <laughs> uh, yes um but yeah it's 
totally opposite of who you're traveling with. Okay. Yeah, and what stands out to this would be nothing to Malara, but what stands out to um, Red and Anais is that the people of the tower, it's it's so it's clearly the spy like it's so much clearly intended to be the spire Mm -hmm. so they walk around these seem kind of like kind of shoddy not even shoddy but smaller kind of replica places that you know from being in the spire yeah okay it's very much i mean it literally it's a giant tower that goes up yeah (laughs) basically you're wondering oh that's (laughs) i this is a place (laughs) that was up above (laughs) um but no one and no one there seems to acknowledge it everyone around you seems very happy to be there they're all very kind of just industrious working away um, you guys are all at the, oh, just lost it, the North Docks, which is a canal themed bar on the ground floor. So there's, you know, maybe a large kind of cavern lake, like boats and stuff sort of locked in there. And, uh, right on the edge, there's a bar. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Drinking. <laughs> oh, gosh. Are we in the bar or are we by the bar? Yeah, you're in the bar. You're in the bar. You've probably been in the tower for a couple of days. I have this frenetic energy i don't the bees don't like it when i drink so i try not to indulge Mm. but rather i flit around from person to person trying to engage in conversation and to see if there's something beneficial for me to gain whether it be secrets or financial give me the last part again sorry i was reading <laughs> sorry she's trying to like chat folks up okay you're just trying to gather some information yeah frenetic energy she's passing passing to passing from person to person within about a minute i can assess if it's worth my time or not and if it's not i'm just moving you're just like like just walking away from conversations you're like striking up a, a chit chat with somebody and then just walking off yep okay um what are you doing Malar? yeah i think uh I think Malara doesn't really know what to do with herself. Like she's she's put the clothes on that um, Annie recommended. I mean, she's got the the black slacks on. Um, the shoes were so uncomfortable though, um, and the the black vest um, with the weird twine and sacks all around her waist with her big dirty cleaver hanging off her hip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she kind of straightens herself up, like she's trying to look as impressive as Annie does. And um, I think she's going to go to like the bar itself and ask for a, a menu. A menu. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trying to look respectable. Yeah. The uh, the, the patron, um, you know, they, they sort of, uh, they'll kind of point to, they don't have like printed menus probably, but they kind of point to the board where they have stuff written down. And he, he makes a suggestion. They have a, a, a new ale they've brewed up uh, that's pretty tasty. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think just anything bloody that you have. Uh, I've missed breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. Yeah, uh, he kind of eyes you quizzically for a moment and uh, shrugs and uh, will turn and uh, kind of report something to whatever the mm-hmm. you know ki- kitchen behind the bar is. Okay. Uh, so after a few minutes, uh, you, you make your you, – after a few minutes, one of you stakes out a table and uh, one of the waiters brings you uh, – your meal out to the table any drinks you guys have ordered and you sit and chat for a little bit when maybe let's say probably behind you red you hear a, a kind of polite but noticeable uh hmm like somebody trying to get your attention yeah red's like just telling a tale to the table yeah you would not believe how i got stuck in this corner it was the craziest thing and she hears the and she's like excuse me do you have a problem the so you you turn and you see there's a uh Sort of interrupting my tail here. Tall. He's shorter than you, but taller than um, 
Malara. Looks like a human man. He's got kind of a, a long beard that seems to be kind of it looks like it was recently well kept. So it's got kind of like little ties and, and ribbons and stuff in it, but it's clearly sort of disheveled, which is a good description of the rest of his appearance as well. He's he's uh, cloaked, um, but is his hood down. Uh, he looks a little thin and, and crazy eyed, but uh, he he you know, he looks at you sort of nervously. He says, no, uh, no, no, no problem at all. I am. Um, well, can I can I have a seat? And he knows, you know, there's a fourth chair at your table. Uh, Malara's going to reach over with um, her long bony fingers on your hand and she smiles up at him mm. or tries to. The fangs are kind of weird, but she's like, absolutely. <laughs> you should hear this tale. Yeah. Have a seat. Yeah. He um, he I think it'll be fine. He has a uh, <laughs> he has a, a little mug uh, in one hand and he he sits down at the table and, and smiles at you and, and you know waits for you to continue your tale. Yeah, so I guess if he doesn't stop, yeah, Red's just going to keep on talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were guards coming at me from every direction, and I had nowhere to get out. And then I saw this escape hatch, and I just leapt for it. And then I climbed through the smelliest, awfulest sewer ever. But what it, it smell like? Oh, uh, shit and piss. I don't mm. know. It just smelled terrible. And I climbed through it, and then I got out, and they never caught me. It was the best score. While she's talking and regaling her many impressive feats. I'm going to find someone <laughs> in the back corner and I'm going to go, you know she's full of shit, right? Like, you know that none of this is true, right? Like, there was not a sewer. It's a fucking patch of water. This is not true. Are, <laughs> These are me. So These I was going to say, are you telling this story to everyone in the bar? No, or just, just the to one table? person beside just No, I meant uh, me? Red. Uh, I'm yeah. speaking as loud as I can. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't care it's who's listening. Story. She's just that kind of gal. Like, yeah. and then She's full of shit, and she wants everybody to hear it. <laughs> so I have an ability. This is what was going to lead to. Mm -hmm. That once mm -hmm. I talk to someone for five minutes or more, you convince them to revert to their basic instincts. Okay. So I'm going to try to hold their attention just because I want to cause a little bit of chaos. And so you they revert to their base impulse. They become driven by lust, hunger, or a need for shelter, whichever they need right now. Okay. So just a, a bar patron? Yeah. As I'm flitting around, as she's telling the story, I see an opportunity. Okay. So what are you trying to angle for long term here? Me? Yeah. Chaos. Okay. So you just want this person to do something crazy. I... I want them to upstage her. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let's okay. do that. That's going to be real interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, and that is just an ability that happens, right? Yeah. We're going to start a fight. <laughs> and it's the to their base instinct. What was it? The base of the pyramid. So who have you honed in on the like brief description? Are you looking for like the biggest, burliest person in the bar? Or are you... Oh, no. I think it's more fun when it's not. I don't care about what happens to them. That seems right. <laughs> right. But so, like, what type of person are you looking for? I have just flitted from person to person, and I have found probably the most desperate. What does that look like to the you? Most yeah. What does that look like? So thin, couple of drinks in, surrounded by empty bottles... <laughs> surrounded, <laughs> surrounded by empty bottles head hung low back corner table a little dirty and disheveled yeah okay so sure so you talk to them for a bit so what what happens like uh 
sort of, is it just like you literally are just talking to them about nothing and then all of a sudden they react in this way or is it, do the bees do anything? Like what's the. So I, so first of all, before I've even come to this table, I have left other people mid sentence because I'm disinterested in them. Mm -hmm. I see that they're not in a position for me to manipulate them. They're not what I want to manipulate. I'm just not into it. And so finally, when I kind of settle on him, Every all of the humming in my ears kind of calms a little bit. And I just kind of like adjust myself and take ownership. It's like the humanity or like the bees calm. Mm -hmm. That could be problematic. But (laughs) (laughs) there's a calmness about me finally now because they know that we're about to do something together. Okay. Yeah. But but in the world, nothing that nothing happens. This is just. Anais's manipulation of this Yeah, person. my head calms. The bees don't flutter as loud in my head. They're happy with my decision. Okay. I've made a good decision. The bees have told me so. So yeah, after uh, after a few minutes of you standing there talking to, there's this, um, She she's uh, kind of short, even for a drow uh, woman. She looks like a, a laborer. She has some like scars up and down her arms, but they like, not like, cuts or anything but like you know burns and bruises and stuff maybe a smith or something and uh, she has her hair kind of tied up and uh, she's clearly a little sauce there are a couple of other people sitting at the table with her and after uh, you talk for a minute you step back and she just starts screaming um, and she uh, flips the table over (laughs) and she ducks underneath it and uh, she kind of crashes she smashes a a bottle on her way down and she's just kind of holding it out towards the other patrons of the bar um, as her compatriots sort of try to get in close to her, but she's like threatening to cut them and she's like ducked in under the table. <laughs> yeah. So as she does that, I, I'm going to reach out my hand to touch her on the shoulder. She's not a heart's blooded creature, right? No. Okay. All right. Um, so in order to do that, you're going to have to get around. I mean, she's like clearly trying to prevent people from getting close to her. So she has this jagged piece of bottle and she's like swinging it around and anybody who comes too close. So what's your what's your game plan here? Yeah. I'm going to utilize my smoker to sow chaos even further. Hopefully create some smoke in the bar. Okay, so you're just going to try to smoke up the bar so that she... I'm not going to use... Well, it is a D4 kill, but mostly I want it for the smoke effect. (laughs) She's like, I just want the visual. I want the visual. Okay, sure. Um, Jacob's like, what is happening? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. So, okay, but but mechanically you want to be able to touch her. That's the goal. So you want to use the smoke thing, but you want to be able to touch this lady. Touch her and then leave. Smoke bomb. <laughs> well, I imagine it's like a very old school antique smoker that I have hanging on my hip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you used to put bees to sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, that's not where my brain was going at all. <laughs> I'm a stage kid. All I kept seeing was like the smoke things for I got, stage. I got, I got the bees. She's man. got the bees. I got the bees. Yeah, I don't think this, this lady is not that hard to like over encumber. So sure, you, you can reach out and touch her. Why Why are you touching this lady? <laughs> yeah, so 
my goal was just so chaos, which I feel like I've done successfully. Yeah. At this point, patrons, basically everyone who can leave the bar has, has moved towards the door. The couple of waiters are like uh, escorting like are like, hey, let's you know give this lady space. This is not like a rough and tumble beat each other up sailor bar. So people are like leaving. So what was the point of touching her? So the point of touching her was I thought she was a heart's blooded creature, but she's not. Okay. Which if she was a heart's blooded creature, I would have been damaged to her. What I would like is ultimately to find this crystal mask that I saw in my vision. Okay. My main goal is to be the prettiest woman or bee thing. Prettiest Alfier of all time. That is not achievable because that's not that's stupid. Because they're made of bees. Well, that's hey, part that's, of the that's reason. That's an aesthetic. <laughs> Whatever. That's why I accepted yeah. the bees. They were going to help me. Sure. <laughs> um, is that your calling? What my calling? Or is that is, your calling? Um, is the heart heart song? Okay. And that's why I also came to the heart um, because I think that there are things that I couldn't achieve up above. In the spot. Yeah, you needed to travel to the heart to get your yeah. plastic surgery at oh, an sure. affordable price. <laughs> well, not just plastic surgery. <laughs> Tijuana. <laughs> but there are things that I could not achieve in the spire that I can achieve in the heart. Right? All right. So yeah. she's gone off to go do this thing in the corner with this chick. But I did see in my in my vision, mm-hmm. I saw a crystal mask, and I believe that is what I need to be pretty. Okay. To be perfect. Sure. To be better. Okay, I'm going to interject then. So as you uh, lift your hand off of the lady, I guess disappointed she didn't explode into meat or whatever, uh, you <laughs> – the bees – do the bees like literally talk to you? Are they like, hey, how's it going? My name's Carl. I'm head bee. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that there is a head is bee. It, yeah, I know. But, but they whisper mean thoughts to me. Yeah. Or do they walk, Do they speak together then? Like in unison? Are they a yeah. hive? Like yeah. A- yeah. yeah. So it's the, an echo. We are the bees. Yeah, so the, the bees... <laughs> fucked up again. So as you're kind of looking around, kind of casing the joint, the bees uh, tell you to focus on that guy. They're like, talk to that man. Which man? The one sitting with me. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Okay. I'll walk toward him slowly. Sure. Uh, in the meantime, I've got this little piece of paper, and I'm shoving it in his face. It's like this weird, kind of terrible watercolor. And I'm like, have you seen this guy? Oh, the guy sitting with us at the table. Did he not run off? Like, no, he okay. didn't. Yeah, uh, he's he actually seems uh, uh, a little amused by the. Uh, Me and him both. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I like you. You can stay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so what's it a watercolor painting of? Of a dude. Just a guy. Oh, yeah. God. Is that one of your random uh, uh, things? There's this thing I'm obsessed with. I have this like. All these different pictures of the same guy, all these different like oh, styles right. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, he he doesn't re- <laughs> he doesn't recognize the guy, but he's not rude though. He's like he 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 looks at it for a long time and he's like, mm, no, I I don't recognize him. From the distance you guys are now, and by this point, Anais too. Uh, the the other well, I don't know how long this lasts. The girl is still currently pretty upset, but her maybe her friends have been able to take her bottle away and are sitting there. And a couple of other patrons have started not the place isn't full, but a couple of other patrons have started to come back in. And um, the uh, the bartender probably swings by and he maybe he apologizes to you. And he's like, I, I don't know what happened. He actually seems to know the woman. And he's like, yeah, I, that's so strange for her. He offers you a drink on the house. Oh, yeah. Can you get a drink for me and my friends as well? Uh, it was very upsetting. That woman attacked Sweet Annie. <laughs> he he looks 
you you can tell that he maybe thinks he's getting grifted, but he uh he just sort of looks at the group of you and uh you know does some mental calculus and yeah. uh, agrees and takes a drink order. Yeah, it's a good decision. Well, Malara starts cheering with her big fangy smile. Yeah. Free drinks. And so the uh oh, but at the distance you guys are all now from this guy, you can tell he also has a bit of a, a an odor around him. I mean, he clearly has been out and about. He he smells, you know, like body odor and maybe a, a little bit of uh iron as well, a little blood. Mm-hmm. And uh he he kind of leans forward and he puts his arms on this table and he says, "Well, it's not a coincidence that uh I bumped into you three here. Uh I he kind of pauses. Well, first off, my name's Rafid, and uh, I would like to make uh, an offer. I would like to requisition your troop for a, a, a job. Hmm. At job, uh, Red perks up. Oh, we accept. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Let's no, we. The job is first. No, wait. Mother Benny wants to know what it is. Yeah, let him talk. Shh. The bees want me to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, go on. Let's yeah. hear more about it. Uh, he doesn't seem bothered by any of that. And he, <laughs> he's... We uh, are weird. <laughs> he says, look, you know, there, there's a man who's supposed to be providing me with uh, a, a document, basically, a, a, you know, a, a, a tube with some some maps and other uh, charts and such in it. And uh, he missed his mark to meet me. I, I sent... I asked somebody else to go and find him, and they came back empty-handed and... Uh, and now I need somebody with maybe a bit more uh, muscle. Sounds like you got the right people then. What are we talking? Yeah. Uh, so uh, you mean financial? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> will pay you. No, this is on me because I don't I have, don't remember at all what a reasonable. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, no, I pay out. Chrissy doesn't actually care, but Red yeah, yeah, care. <laughs> Ten Quan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Always talking like Malara's kind of leaning in a little bit, and I don't know if her face is lengthening or not. It just kind of looks that way, and she's taking deep breaths. Does it smell fresh? The copper smell? Uh, no, it's a couple days old. Hmm. And she's just kind of smiling brightly at him. You <laughs> roll a d10 for me, Maddie. Oh, first roll, first roll. Woo. It's just on the table. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> what was it? Two. Okay. Yeah. So let's, um, let's do it. Yeah, he's he like, it's ten. Whatever. He says, "Look, he says, I don't have, I don't have much to pay you with right now, but the uh, charts you're bringing back to me, there are some maps in there that I promise you can have that are going to be worth a good amount of money if you find somebody to, you can easily find somebody to hawk them off. Um, good payout. Mechanically, that is true. So he, he yeah. he's promising you about uh, a d6 resource. Okay. Do I look muscly to you? Oh, don't worry about it. We got it." Okay, you so just bring the bees. We're fine. While you say that, you know, you, you, the group of you are chatting. Is anybody looking at the dude? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm all on him. She's like, smelling, and uh, when she says that, he just kind of cracks a big, kind of knowing smile. Oh. oh no! I look back to Annie's face, and uh, I'm like, he clearly means me. <laughs> <laughs> He's still smiling. Uh, yeah, Malara turns back around. And her her smile is a lot harder. Mm. So what do I look like then? Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Do it, do it. No, he um, he does. He 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 compliments you, and I. He he points out something. You know, he he kind of he compliments a specific feature. You know, he's like, you know, he's like, well, obviously. You know, you're a most beautiful high elf, and you know, uh, a chin like that, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) 
goes on. Role playing for the win here. <laughs> and then the bees slowly in my ear just go, your chin isn't good. <laughs> your chin isn't good. It's not sharp It's so petty. Whisper a little louder. It makes it better for the it recording. It sharp enough. <laughs> it isn't soft enough. All right, Malara. We good for this then? Yeah, we could use maps. Yeah. I just need more adventures. Ah, let's do it. I don't know. He's kind of mean. You can eat him after. She gets really excited and she goes, maybe. So you hear me. You fuck with us. I'm going to let her eat you. She says, oh, uh, trust me. No no, no tricks at play here. I, uh, I've I've heard of your work before. and uh, Yeah, you yeah, have. Millar's going to stick out her like bony clawed hand to shake with him. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll shake your hand. Any details you probe for? Any anything you ask about the job? The where the person uh, yeah. was? Yeah, the specifics, like yeah. where we need to go, what exactly we're looking for, what does he look like? Like, yeah, yeah. He, so he wants you to go to Grin Station, and then he will meet you. Tier, so you, Grin Station is going to be down a tier. So he, you know, he he doesn't say it's a tier two location, mm-hmm. but but you both know that going down a tier means that space starts getting a little bit looser. So it's not like, you know, you'll go this way. But he tells you that there's a, a, a stopover, a, a library where he typically stays that's in tier two. So he, he tells you how to get there. But, mm-hmm. you know, he it's not like a map or anything. But he tells you, you know, if you leave from Grin Station, this you follow this route out. This is how you'll get there. Mm. I'm just kind of quietly <laughs> chiseling away at my chin in the corner. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Isn't that what we do? All right, and so do we discern like a certain like this? So this person's disappeared. He wants us to go find the disappeared person. Uh, What's the map stuff? Not map, disappeared. Not yeah, dude. he doesn't care about the guy. The he guy just wants the shit. This guy, Grizzlane, he's a he's a drow. Um, yep, he lives in Grin Station, and uh, he was supposed to give these maps off to this other guy who didn't bring them back. And so he wants you to go get the, it's not just maps. It's like a tube of documents. Right. He wants mm-hmm. you to go get those documents. All right, so it sounds like we're heading to Grin Station then, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to do uh, Delph. So this mm-hmm. is a uh, kind of the only sub mechanic of the game. The way Delphs work is that they have a resistance. So it's basically uh, for blades players. It's basically a clock that you, you tick through by grinding through it with your Delve equipment. So um, there's a resistance. There is a, a default stress. That's how much stress it deals when you fail at something. And then uh, there are, you know, encounters and monsters and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The main thing with a delve is you're trying to grind out its all of its resistance before, you know, or to get to the end. So once you've cleared all the resistance, you get to the other end of the delve and you have made your way out. Uh, there are also potential connections you can make for, like, when you're traveling through the heart, the stronger you can make the connections between places, the more likely you can travel back there. So if you fulfill a connection on a delve, that's now a route that you can travel again. Whereas if you don't fulfill it, it may get full of monsters or because it's the heart, it might just move (laughs) and be somewhere else. Yeah, that's the, that's it. That's a delve. So uh, you guys head out of the tower. The tower is this big spire. It's kind of in the middle of a large cavern. So you head out into the uh, kind of surrounding, um, Wilderness is the wrong word. Caves. So there's like a cave network that goes around it. And um, uh, have you been to? Has anybody been to Grin Station before? Nah. No. So, um, but you you know you get your bearings. It's not it's not hard to figure out the way there. Well, it's not hard to be like this is the way you go to get there. Oh, it should. Who has um, traveled? Would you have traveled the farthest, Malara? Yeah, for sure. To what level? Um, I'm just curious how much of a badass you are. What do you uh, think? I mean, how how dangerous is that? 
uh, it's all dangerous everywhere. It's all super dangerous. So. <laughs> and there's only three in total. So the one thing I will say, there's four tiers. The the upside is the less your character knows, the more your character gets to learn with you, and the hard, the just, easier it is like not to still overlap. Young, like, yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. That's my thought. Is while while um, Red is very adventuresome, she's mm-hmm. still fairly new to the heart. Right. Yeah, and it just makes it e- there's less discrepancy between your knowledge of the world right. and your character's right. knowledge of the world. Especially being the first time we've played this yep. game. In front of you is basically just a cave network. It's just a system of caves that you have to try to uh, navigate through. So what are you guys, what's the plan? What are you guys doing? We venture forth, man. I think I lead the way. Mm-hmm. But oh, we, yeah, you're our guide, right? We've never traveled through these, this specific pathway before. No, you've nope. never taken this path to Grin Station before. Mm-hmm. Do we have to carry light and stuff like that? No. Oh, yeah. So we haven't really talked about that, but <laughs> right. No. I was like, so none of that stuff is tracked. It's all nebulous. So you have the light source and food and all those things you need until you take enough stress that you take fallout, and then your lamp breaks or whatever, and now you have a problem. But until then, you just have all the stuff you, you just need. Assume it's there. We don't barter for stuff. You don't pay for beer or any of those things. Yeah, you're you're good to go. Cool. Um. So yeah, you just see Malara kind of stalking ahead of you, and like the but the way the torchlight is like reflecting mm-hmm. off her skin, it looks like shattered glass. And she's starting to like kind of get in this prowling kind of mode. Oh, I love it when she's that. Is does it all that. pitch dark around <laughs> us? Uh, other than your light source, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's caves. I mean, these are large caves that probably four or five people could walk shoulder, you know, with across, but they're caves, you know. I'm going to scurry up to Malara because it turns out I don't like the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold up the back. I have my uh, revolver pulled out. Mm, okay. Nice. Um, so you're kind of leading the way up front. How, Malara, how are you d- deciphering direction? How are you figuring out where you guys are going? Um, I think... There are several cave kind of breaks where the, the, the root splits. and You begin to hear this like little screechy, squealy noise. And just this little host of um, cockroaches start to pour down the walls mm-hmm. um, to help guide me. Um, because oh. they're drawn to me. Oh, okay. The creepy crawlies like her. So let's do. Uh, it's called the adoring. Give swarm. me a delve roll. Oh, is that one of your abilities? Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Does that give you a bonus that's of any fantastic. kind? Uh, it's a D eight. Oh, so oh, nice. Is that D eight delve? I'm mm-hmm. assuming. All right, yeah, okay, perfect. That's so really give me nice. a delve Warren roll. So you'll uh, we're dice mechanic. So mm-hmm. you have the delve skill, yeah. or so you start with a D ten. Every dice roll starts with a D ten. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna take a uh, another D ten for your delve skill. And then do you have Warren as a domain? Uh, no. Okay. So I have no, wild and cursed. No D10 for that. And then you can, um, yeah. So I think that, so the 1D10, 1D10, and then you guys can help after. She says something about a D8 for the adoring. That's the stress she can inflict gotcha. on the gotcha. Delve. So we'll hold, oh wow, my gosh, I keep hitting this microphone. You'll get used to it. <laughs> I feel like last no. time that didn't happen so much, but I've hit it like a thousand times today. It happens more It's than been think. two months. It's okay. I'm not used <laughs> to having this thing in my face. Just, uh, 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 <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> oh, no. So, uh, Was that a sex joke? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to bother looking it up. I've, I've been in the book a lot today. So you can help. I'm pretty sure the way it works, though, is if if you can contribute a D10 if you have the, the same skill or domain, but... If the d- roll fails, you take stress. So you, everybody takes the stress. Okay, well, I don't have any of that. So, I can't so you don't have, uh, yeah. So you need Delve or Warren. I have Warren. Warren. So you can give a D10. Uh, the stress is D6 and the roll is just standard. So you're not going to lose any dice off the roll. So you're probably going to succeed. Yeah. 
For you? Yeah. No, I meant for you because I'm going to give you an extra G10. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we're at three, right? Yep. Okay. You're rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. I know. And it's just the <laughs> so highest good. one. Let's do it. What is Warren? Warren. Oh, yeah. So we didn't really talk about these because we did it last time. But um, do you guys want me to run through the skills in the Warren, the domains? I know what Delve. I mean, you can figure okay. out what Delve yeah, is, right? So the um, Warren is caves, caves and okay. caverns and stuff. Whereas like Wild is like for <laughs> so does our underground but like forests and uh stuff like that magical i feel like as um, they come up we'll just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so but warren is caves you guys right now are in a huge cave network okay all right let's get it. oh geez uh 10 so uh critical su- critical success jesus well, nice. this is gonna yeah, end quickly your... uh you succeed dramatically and increase your outgoing stress die by one step so you're gonna roll a d8 which means that goes up to a d10 so you're gonna do d10 stress it's the same one you just rolled yep okay. gonna do d10 stress to the delve so when you get to 10 stress on this delve the delve is over you guys have oh, okay. we've right. been rolling sixes too much lately <laughs> anyway. three so, okay yeah. so three all right, yeah, so the uh, the cockroaches sort of swarm down and they lead you down a handful of tunnels. Um, you know, it's it's a good amount of travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's probably a couple, uh, I don't know, more than a few hours. It's probably six or seven hours, a good half day. You spend uh, trekking through these caves before the cockroaches lead you to this large inset, like, now I can't describe it, like a big valve door. So it's like a big kind of domed metal door with this massive like turn crank on the top of it. Um, <laughs> and they just sort of swarm around it and kind of sit there uh, chittering. Mm-hmm. Cockroaches chitter. They, yeah. kind of, they kind of squeak and squeal. Yeah, like, cockroach noises. I guess it depends on the cockroach too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think with that, I'm going to take my arm and just kind of brush them off and grab one and um, offer it to Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want it? Yeah, so I'm in a kind of uh, <laughs> confusing state over here. So uh, Anais personally hates bugs, but also the bees love bugs. So now I'm like in her turmoil. I don't know what I want. Well, she's staring at me. I grab another one and put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kind of crunching. Yep, yep. And I think the bees are slowly going to fly out, land on it, and tell me. And I'm just going to go for it. Okay. Unless she takes so it from me and I'm gonna open the uh, door. Sweet. Uh, it tastes like cockroach. Mm. <laughs> pop in your mouth. Crunchy. Oh, God. <laughs> a little crunchy. Yeah. So, Probably still wiggles. Yeah. So you're a big, strong lass. So, but it takes a, a good concerted effort. But eventually you hear the thing start to kind of creak and groan. Yeah. As you see you like, the, spin the... like the bones in her shoulders showing and stuff like that. Like she's she's strong, but she's like crackhead strong. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. not, it's not an attractive look. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. I don't know if that was PC, but I don't know. There's nothing PC about this podcast. <laughs> Let's no. I will offend crackheads. Yeah, I don't like, care. Crackheads aren't going to like. Don't um, add us. Yeah. I guess. Don't listen to Danger Dames. They don't support me being a crackhead. <laughs> Hey, I support your sobriety. <laughs> uh, but eventually, yeah, it turns enough that you hear some pressure release and you kind of heave the thing out of the way. And you can see there's probably about a 10 foot drop to the floor below. Mm. Um, and there's definitely there's like some tubes and, and pipes and things running around along the sides of this tunnel. It looks like there's maybe even some like cords or wires, but there's clearly a path set in the floor. It looks almost like metal grating. Is this technology? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Technology. It's a oh, it's your domain. domain. Yeah, it's okay. not my domain. It's Chrissy's domain. <laughs> it is a domain. Red's domain. I look back at uh, Miss Red and I'm like, "Ooh, fancy! It is fancy? Let's go!" All right. Uh, After you. Uh, 
Okay. <laughs> I'll, no, I'll, go, I'll go first. You want me to go first? I'll go first. Ladies first. Yeah. Love so, and she'll go. So you, you kind of drop each other down into mm-hmm. the uh, tunnel. Who's in last? Anais? No. Because I want to be. <laughs> yes. But because these, come on, princess. We're kind of tussling in and then she can follow us in after. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the tunnels kind of extend in front. Well, it doesn't matter. We don't give a shit about direction. There's a t- <laughs> You're in a tunnel. <laughs> it's all timey-wimey. Um, as you drop down into the tunnel, you see this large red light just sort of kind of strobes past the tunnel. And at the far end, just kind of at the edge of your vision, you kind of can feel the grate beneath your feet kind of move as some kind of shadow kind of shifts along the tunnel. The red light kind of strobes past again, and then you feel the motion kind of go the other way. Mm, it's the eyes. But then you trek off down this pathway. Towards the eyes? Uh, yeah, so the direction you're supposed to, are you still following cockroaches? Yeah. So the direction you're supposed to go is is that way. That, that's where they're headed. Hey, Jacob, let me ask really quick. That's in regards to the going. different domains, as we are now trans progressing into another tier and mm-hmm. i know that the heart is going to start pushing harder on us right yep. the deeper we get do the the environments of these domains do they like like will technology affect us like technology the you know like y- like would we be on the lookout for weird tech shit because we're in- oh yes yeah absolutely so um and, we, and again, this is all tone setting stuff we did before three years ago. Sure. So <laughs> the, the best way to think about it is the heart wants you to love the heart. Okay. And so the heart is giving these people, not necessarily you, you're, you're far enough out from the heart that the heart's not like red with like a hundred dollars. Here's a hundred dollars red. But if enough red people, like if enough people get to the same place and kind of have focused wants, the heart will try to give them that thing they want. Okay. But the heart's bad at it. So you'll be like, ah, I really want a baby bird. And the heart will give you an inside out meat monster covered in talons and beaks. Right. (laughs) And it's like, don't you love this baby bird that I made for you? And then the bird (laughs) claws your face and eats your foot. He's just rambunctious. (laughs) Twilight Zone. Okay, I got it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that does mean though that there's going to be weird tech shit. Another bit of, well, you guys are from the spire so the remission is a train network and right. they a lot of these tunnels were made by the remission to try to um create this super big uh train system so this is what this looks like is like a vermisian train mm-hmm. okay yeah so uh what are you guys doing what, what's the what's the plan how do we go from here so I, there's a red beam is the red beam at like it's it's sort of moved away okay and we just go right let's yeah. go like we're following that, right? Yeah, I think uh, I slug you in the shoulder. I'm like, what, are you scared? Oh, fuck no. Let's go. Oh, so you're going to try to follow the, uh, the, the beam? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to follow the red eyes. I ain't scared. Are you I scared? Know. I don't fuck know why you. she keeps saying eyes. Um, yeah, so <laughs> this is an action. So who, who's leading the way for this next uh, attempt? I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I'm pushing right. red in front of me. So I think... It's like, fuck it, let's do it. It sounds great. <laughs> yeah, so what's your approach? What are you doing? So you're just you literally just follow it? Uh, yeah, she still has her revolver pulled out and mm-hmm. she's not, she's not like cautiously walking, but she's also not, she's, I mean, fuck it. She's brazenly walking. She's mm-hmm. like, let's go. Like, all right. So, uh, go. same thing. D6 stress or it was like what you're at risk of. So okay. you're at risk of, of D6 stress. Uh, I think I don't have technology, but <laughs> it's fine. I wonder if it'll be, yeah. So, cause you're not trying to avoid being seen or anything, right? Mm-mm. So I think it's a hunt, hunt, hunt technology. Is the role? Yeah, I got none of that. Oh. So. Okay. 
Wait, I get one D10. So you start with a D10. <laughs> uh, well, you take stress but I can help too. though. Yeah. So anybody who. Uh, so, oh right. So you'll take stress to the rel. It's it's typically pretty obvious. So in this case, mind or echo? Yeah, I think it'll be. Well, it depends, right? You can also eat it with like fortune or supplies. So maybe you know. In, in this case, I think what you're at risk of is uh, this thing noticing you, right? Mm. Um, so probably mind stress. Mm. So I think caveat that I do think like if this red light is like rotating or whatever, she is going to avoid it. Oh sure. So it, the red light's <laughs> not like strobing. It what happens is as as you follow it a ways, it it'll go for a little while and then it'll stop and it sort of turns and looks down tunnels and then goes for a while and then stops and looks down tunnels yeah, so and occasionally gonna, it'll take the one of the tunnels it goes down. She's just gonna kind of follow that, mm-hmm. but okay. like not like hey I'm here, yeah, but so, like not shy either yeah so i think that's still hunt technology okay. so yeah, you get one die so that's for you and then one from me mm-hmm. oh okay cool thanks oh, this, do you have hunt mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah i don't then, have either and then it is going to also be a, a risky roll so you'll remove your highest risky. die mm-hmm. oh okay now so with active beats mm-hmm. how does that work because i'm engaging in reckless abandon right I'm like, fuck yeah, it, we're just going to yeah. walk it. So um, I don't know if that helps at all, but I'm just pointing that out. That that seems. No. Good. Yeah. So that's exactly how beats work is when you're like, I did my beat. You get the an advance. OK, so I feel like that's a beat on what uh, I have engaged in reckless abandon. I'm right. like, I'm walking in on it like I get XP. You just get you get to mark a, a one of your things. No. Um, remember, you have all of your list of abilities. You just get to take a new ability, a new minor ability. Mm. Or, OK. Yeah. Yes. OK. So for a minor beat, which I think everybody picked minor beats this time, right? So for a minor beat, you get a minor ability. A major beat, you get a major ability. Okay. And then a zenith beat, you get one of your zenith abilities. And in wait, character. so if you have minor, you get minor. If mm-hmm. how do you? How the fuck do you get a major? You just pick two beats. So you just always have two running beats. At the end of this session, you'll say, "I like my two beats. I'm going to keep." Okay. The, well, you'll you should get one of your beats today, um, and then you can either replace the other one or um, keep it and add a new beat. All right, so I'm rolling two. All right. <laughs> I got a six. Oh, you should you roll three, and right, we roll three. take the highest at the end. Yeah, yeah. Remove the highest, right? Which would have been an eight. Which is a, so I got a seven. That's still pretty good. That could be a lot worse. So <laughs> That's a nine, but. <laughs> oh, it was a nine. Yeah, it's a nine. But <laughs> it could have been better, too. <laughs> you never know. Um, I got a seven. Seven's not bad. So you do succeed. Uh, as you're sort of walking forward, yeah, so what does that look like? Instead of me telling you, what does that look like? Uh, Red's kind of like marching forward. She's like, I don't give a shit. I'll shoot it in the face. I feel like it's a swagger, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I'm just prowling up behind her with the torch, kind of like moving from side to side, kind of like a like a panther would move. Oh, nice. Yeah. So neither of uh, you both take stress. So you're going to, we'll just uh, roll a d6. Or I guess you can each roll a d6. That seems fair. Uh, mind stress. <laughs> Fuck me. I got a six. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've rolled so bad this week, y'all. I cannot express uh, that. So do you have any per- mind protection? Mind protection. I do not. Okay, so you'll just uh, you'll I take, six. take six. That's fine. And I take you know protection. what? Your- <laughs> Fuck it. Four, five, so six. So as you, as you plod down, like you're, as you're kind of sneaking across Fuck the path, dice. you get within maybe, I mean, you're, you're within throwing distance maybe of this thing, and it turns, and you just see this like, you know, Almost from like me to maybe double the length to Lydia, so twice the size of this table. Uh, you just see this massive red lens, and then from behind it, you just see the shadow of these like kind of coiling. They look like tentacles, almost like ink, kind of spilling over it, and this loud kind of screech uh, and crack 
uh, it sounds like almost like glass shattering before uh, Anais kind of grabs the two of you and pulls you into a side tunnel. (laughs) 